Hey, uh, when are you in DC next? Well, when do you need me? Now, I'm just saying it would be nice to you come over, you know, meet the family, throw on some steaks, sit up back, tell lies. Sure, I'd like that. Yes, I would. See you, bud. This is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack, or to it for the first time. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 476. My name is Scott Johnson, and I'm joined today by Brian. This is no longer Sparta Dunaway. Get off the stairs. This is Sparta. Oh, hi. <laughs> Best Buy customer service. This is Brian. How may I help you? Yes, sir. We do sell drones. Are they military grade? I don't know what that means, sir. Oh, are they armored and capable of dropping tiny little drone baby bombs that explode? No, no. Uh, I, I mean, I guess you could modify them. Maybe there's some plans on the Internet. Maybe find some instructions on the dark web. Uh, but really, who, who would do that? I, I mean, oh, oh, you would. Well, I'm, I'm not really comfortable with what's what's that now? Yeah, we, we have three in stock, including the display model. Well, <laughs> how many do you need? A swarm. I don't know how many constitutes a swarm, sir. Listen. <laughs> I don't know what you are planning on doing with these, sir, but uh, I think you better... All right. Yeah, okay, well, pardon me for saying so, sir. And not that I condone such behavior, but wouldn't it be easier to just kidnap your Secret Service agent friend and use a sniper to take out the president and then release your friend? Oh, (laughs) you're lions. Well, in that case, Mufasa, hold on while I prepare your order. Yes, (laughs) rawr! God, I hate my job. (laughs) Wow, that's fantastic. Never, never going to Best Buy again. Uh, mm-hmm. Also with us, Randy. I think Nick Nolte's beard might be alive. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi, Randy. I see that you found me after all these years. You found my paradise. I've made with my own two hands out here. Please don't touch that paper next to the typewriter. We've gone to great lengths to save that for later, and we're never going to tell you what it was or even mention it before we end. Now, <laughs> I know that I look old. Ancient! You look about 50 years old, and I look like I brought you into this world when I was 85. (laughs) And it's true. That makes me 135 years old. That means I have a lot of places out here where I can go pee. (laughs) I have about 17 dozen makeshift toilets. You can just use that one right there. No. That right there, that one <coughs> with <coughs> with seventeen dozen toilets. There's always one close by. How do you flush it? You pull that chain. Mm. The, the chain right there under the leaves, dummy. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> so that it blows up. I guess explosive. By more- the way, Nick yeah. Nolte has a twelve-year-old, right? Isn't that right? Is, is that, that true? Is that- <laughs> really? Is that- no, 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 no,
Does That's he, the kind of trivia this this movie's providing. I'm telling you, right? This is the greatest trivia movie we've had in a long time. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Hold on, let's see. Nick Nolte's <laughs> his kids. girlfriend had to lay on her back for about two weeks for the for the <laughs> sperm to finally make it to the egg. <laughs> That's terrible. Shaking all the way. Shut up, Brian. You're terrible. <laughs> he had a modeling career before all of this. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Would you please just get some water in your mouth, Nick Nolte? Yeah, Whatever. Right? Yeah, take you're a, horrible. Oh, take us. Terrible people. Take us sip. <laughs> All right, with us finally, Brian. He's like 100 drones in one man, Ibit. I, I totally am. Yep. All right, so guys, would it surprise you to know that there are more adventures coming from the Fallen series? Mm. According to Wikipedia, this is true. There are at least two movies and a spinoff in the works. What? And thanks to some careful sleuthing by yours truly, I've uncovered the details about these upcoming projects. First up, slated for 2022. Mike Banning escorts the president to Utah, but finds himself embroiled in a terrorist plot to blow up the national park system. <laughs> Co-stars Stephen Toblowski as the leader of a terrorist organization. It'll be called Arches Have Fallen. Catch a matinee before the buffet at Perkins. <laughs> Second on the schedule for a 2025 box office debut is Mike Banning and the president trying to prevent a Wall Street intercabinet double cross by the Secretary of the Treasury, played by an aging Terry Bradshaw. Buckle your seatbelts and drive to the nearest Denny's for the four o'clock buffet and see <laughs> the ride of the summer interest has fallen. Finally, coming to CBS TV in the fall of 2026, Mike Banning is sent on a super secret mission to go undercover in a nursing home to thwart an assassination plot. The joke's on him as it's an even more super secret plot to put Mike Banning into a nursing home by the president played by an aging Kirstie Alley. Set your DVRs since this airs pretty late at 9 p.m. Central for Angel Has Fallen and He Can't Get Up. <laughs> I was wondering where that last one was going to go. I couldn't predict it. <laughs> I was too. I was like, well, this? I'm doing the math. I don't see it. Here it comes. Once again, Ibit uh, uh, nailed it. Definitely using the law of threes here. It's good. Uh, that was absolutely law of threes. Yep, yes. Everyone should follow the law of threes. All right. We watched a, speaking of three, we watched a third movie in a series of films. Called Angel has fallen. We've seen uh, we've seen Olympus has fallen, which is Die Hard in the White House uh, right. with Gerard London Butler. Has fallen. Uh, we didn't yes. see we London see though. London oh, we didn't see. I thought we had seen no, that no. one. We well, I've, seen I've it. never seen London has fallen. Yeah, I've seen the entire series multiple times. Mm. Congratulations! There was almost going to gonna be there was almost going to be one in my list. By the way, of uh, taking place in Russia called Stalin has fallen. I, we did Stalin. see we did see MI five, <laughs> and that can just we can just kind of like make that our. So, <laughs> wait did we see mi5 we did yeah yeah all right had the dude from game of thrones in it uh well i mean i don't doubt that you have knowledge of the movie i'm saying did we do it here on the film oh we yeah, totally did yeah, yeah there's i wouldn't have seen that any other way i don't think but yeah the uh yeah and it shows up in the search but yeah angel has fallen the third of the films and i've seen all three um i can tell you that i thought i was in for the worst i thought this was supposed to be terrible I really liked Angel Has Fallen. In fact, I'm going to go 3-1-2 in the order oh. that I like these mm. movies. I like it better than the first one. I think this is just a better made movie. And no. it's like half the budget of the first movie. I I hate to I hate to go, no, Scott. What you <laughs> like is Nick Nolte. You don't like this movie. I like Nick Nolte a lot. And old Nick Nolte is my jam for sure. I think he's great, great. at this. I'd love this stage of his career. However... Uh, and I expected to like that, but if you, if you, okay, let me ask if you remove the Nick Nolte, would it still be three, one, two? Oh yeah, totally. And the reason the, oh. the reason the Nick Nolte thing doesn't make that big of an impact to me, this is uh rest his soul. Wilford Brimley from hard target. Uh, it's yeah. just this right. brief little guy that lives in the woods sort of moment. 
And, you know, it's cheesy how it ends in the end and how he lives with him now and he's going to do his best to stick around. And, you know, all that stuff's a cheese factory. But yeah, no way his wife is letting him live there that that gracefully. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, could you maybe Mike and I can talk about it a little bit yeah. before we say anything? Yeah. Piper Piper Parabo is a uh, is a great, cool girlfriend, but not that cool. Not that cool. <laughs> also, she she, she replaced that. the last wife. By the way, there was two other. There's yeah, another lady right. playing the wife in the first two, and and suddenly she's just the wife. So that, that's yeah. fun. I mean, I didn't notice I mean, that, to be honest. It took me. I had right. to look it up and go. Oh yeah, she wasn't in the first two. So whoever they had before no. was very Piper Parabooish. You know. Yes. And uh, the the baby who who makes an appearance in this film is the best actor in the film. <laughs> it was amazing. That was the bo- that was an amazing performance. Yeah, sure. Especially the moment that uh, the guys are coming in through the back door. Yes. And the baby screams and reaches for the handler who is uh, the parent who is off slightly off screen. <laughs> yep. Get me out of here. Yeah. Yelling mommy <laughs> With and reaching. horrified expression on its face. Yeah. That, uh, that, that immediately wrote down, this kid is going to need some serious therapy. Oh, oh my God. God. I'll tell you, I'll tell you I, who was actually my favorite performance in this movie, and I can't get over how far down the cast list you have to go to find Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada is oh, Jada, amazing. She, she just like, from the instant she appears, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I am being, I am being forced to feel things. I'm being forced to feel that she might be a bad guy, that she right. is definitely going to drive the plot into places mm-hmm. I would prefer it not go. Like, I was just blown away. I would, her, I would totally presence. watch a spinoff series on HBO where they go down that character because I thought yeah. she was amazing. Hello. She was good, but you know what? I'm embarrassed to admit this. You didn't know that was her? I didn't, was didn't know that was her until you just said what? it. What? Just till you said it just now. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it was the hair. <laughs> like, I'm used to seeing yeah. her all pulled back and mm. a different looking hair, and it just, she did not, I did not go, oh, Jada Pink and Smith, check out the FBI sure. agent. Like, and she was oh, great. That's interesting. That's she interesting. was great. And she was, and, and, you know, here was an unpredictable Hollywood death, an unpredictable character death. She didn't die like being heroic or saving somebody or anything like that. She just died because, because, uh, Dudicus, uh, Dudicus was yeah. just, you know, wanted to off a couple of FBI agents. Yeah. I know. And, yeah. and her, and the, it, it, you just, oh, it, talk about it, messing with your heartstrings. It was just like, holy crap, because you've, you kind of like, they built the character up so that you're kind of, you know, you're like, oh, she's too ambitious. I don't like right. her, but I kind of do. I re- I don't like her, but I respect her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then when when she loses all of her power and she's just. Yeah, well, they shouldn't there. have gone into their backyard over there. They assume too much about the about what those guys were doing. And I'm telling you this, anybody in their right mind in the movie fictionally or outside in the real world. If you hear Danny Houston's involved with your project, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that he's going to be the bad guy every time. Like the whole time right. he's being all friendly with him in the beginning. I went, no, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. Yeah. You, we've, we've been so conditioned to expect Danny Houston to be the bad guy that it yeah. does. It's not even a surprise anymore when it happens. Yeah. And he's, he is such a great bad guy. He's great. I, actually, I was actually disappointed when he was cast as Colonel Striker in the Marvel the Sony Marvel universe, because right. I felt like that was telling me too much that he was going to yeah. end up not being reliable. Uh, spoiler. That's all right. right. What is spoiler <laughs> that, that what it was actually say. spoiler. Is it no, was, that's it what was you would Fox. say as soon as he's cast. You're yeah. like, uh, yeah. spoiler. You just, 
you've just left me with no choice but to think know that that right. character is going to be a bad guy. Yeah, but it's, it's like kinda... when you watch a trailer with Sean Bean. It's like spoiler. Yeah, I don't dude. need to know the character is going to die. Yeah. Jeez. The spoiler is though right. that Fox made the X Men movies, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Like he, he, I don't think he was he was great in there. But if you, uh, my striker will always be what's his name, um, Brian Cox. Brian Cox, yeah. dude, just without a, a doubt, fiery Absolutely. little dude. He's great in that. Uh, by the way, he has the coronavirus right now, but has no symptoms. So good luck to the to that mm. dude. Uh, Interesting. Anyway, uh, that's so beside the point. I'm telling you though, Angel has fallen is at 100% a surprise for me. I came out of that going, oh man, those stunts yeah. were great. Those explosions were great. The tension was good. The cheese was there. It reminded me of all the things I loved about late 80s through mid 90s action films. Everything from Die Hard to The Rock to, you know, whatever. That, I just, I that's what it. you get for a Rick Roman Wah. Uh, <laughs> so you say his last name. I can't yeah, nail it. Is, it. It is Roman Wah. Yeah. And, and Stuntman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like, this is a guy who's been, who's been like, cellar dwelling, doing, uh, you know, writing movies you've never seen, action movies for years. Mm-hmm. And just, like directed this very well mm-hmm. like there were more than just getting a great performance out of a baby like this guy gets <laughs> some amazing little <laughs> little performances and moments like there's a moment where our two principals our good guy and our bad guy don't know yet what what's going to happen and they're in the backyard of the house and they're just talking mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is good this is mm-hmm. a good scene I like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah. I kind of made me want to see this. Uh, he's got. He did a whole another Gerard Butler thing in the same year. So in 2019, he released a movie called Greenland. Uh, or I guess it's coming out this year. Now it was made in 2019. Releases on September. But anyway, Gerard Butler, Marena Bakarin, Brian. Ooh. You know you yeah, like that. I like her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm, called. Delicious. It's called Greenland, and it's uh, <laughs> a, the description is a family struggles for survival in the face of a cataclysmic natural disaster. I'm down. And then the other one he's working on is Kandahar, which is some kind of war thing. I think I think I'm into what this guy's selling. I kind of like his yeah. his style. It's uh, I mean, I think the reason, and it's certainly the reason I liked it. Um, I didn't like it as much as you did, but I did like it. Was because it was, it was the movie equivalent of comfort food. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really shown in this thing that is groundbreaking or different right. other than other than jada pinkett smith's death which i did not see coming yeah but everything yeah. else is all right yep these he doesn't know his buddy is a bad guy and he's you know he's on the run because he's been framed for a murder he didn't do or framed for an attempted murder he didn't do, and blah, blah, blah. and you saw you saw the tim blake nelson turn coming right oh like, yeah oh, immediately like, like oh, yeah. right from the beginning yeah. it's, it's like they said hey tim blake nelson could you play this as uh like, could you could you make your eyes shifty back and forth like right <laughs> the first time we see you? Yeah. You knew right away. Real hope that you're the bad guy. Yeah. Right. This is where I want to compliment the directing. When they marched Tim Blake Nelson into that hospital as the vice president who has to reluctantly take power, he I was just like, wow, they're playing this guy meek. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. so he's so meek. I'm having a hard time believing what I know to be true about him. Yeah, we know he's going to be bad, but they're doing a good job of like. You know, messing with you, but you always knew it. Like you always knew it was going to happen. Yeah. And by the way, I got a thing to say about Tim Blake Nelson. Sure. I don't understand. Better be good. What his right, better be good because we all love him. Go what ahead. We all love him. Oh yeah, we all love him. But what he he's got a genetic disorder that makes him never age. Oh. He doesn't age. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Up. If you look at his face yeah, here, yeah. and I yeah. know he's got you know hair color and that, but if you look at his face here and look at him in like Oh Brother Where Art Thou from twenty five yeah. years ago, yeah. 
It's the same guy. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. doesn't change. I don't understand what he's doing, how he does this, but I love yeah. that dude. It, it is amazing. And one thing that I noticed about him, since we're talking about uh, Jada Smith and we're talking about uh, the, the people, the height difference of actors in this film. I don't think I've ever noticed another film. <laughs> how much like how short uh to how like short is. Certain char- yeah how yeah. short some characters are compared to others it's like we usually go out of our way to kind of make you know, unless it's for you know humorous effect we try to go out of our way to make all the actors seem fairly the same height but man there's scenes in this film where i'm like wow the height difference between these people is amazing mm-hmm. totally they must have done a separate like made a separate podium for uh, Tim right. Nelson to stand behind right. when he was addressing the the press. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's like something. picking uh, Leonard Hofstetter from uh, Big Bang Theory as your yeah. running mate. But uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, she is like just she is so small. I'm like I I've seen her with you know Will Smith in a, a million pictures, and I'm like she doesn't seem either. I didn't either. I'm underestimating how tall Will Smith is. Or the actor that she was playing along with, uh, Joseph Milson, I believe his name is. Uh, he's he maybe he's a giant. I don't know. That was kind of <laughs> it is kind of true though. When you look, Will Smith seems like a really tall dude. He's not really that tall. He's like average right. height. Yeah, average height. Yeah, like most like most actors who look tall in films. You you find out later that I'm I'm still like a foot taller than them or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like Tom Cruise. Gerard? Tom Cruise is up to my knees. He's nonetheless gerard butler uh clocks in at six foot two and yeah um he doesn't look it no well they they don't make him look it i mean this film like just cutting to the chase this film is is ultimately a a showdown uh, action movie where there are these two characters that are destined to to go into a hand-to-hand combat situation at the very end yeah right and and i'm i was thinking the whole movie I don't know that I would have started out by telling me the viewer that Gerard Butler and Danny Houston are too old for this shit. Cause I'm like, I don't, I'm not looking forward to an old man fight in, in this case. Like if you had, if you had portrayed them a little differently, like they do in the expendables, I'm like, I can't wait to see an old man fight. But in this one, I'm like, I don't know. You know what? Pretty awesome. They, they came, they came out looking pretty good in that final fight. And so I was like, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. These guys are, these guys are well-directed, well-trained. They're, they're right for this. I could see a a fourth angel movie. And you could also see this movie. You can feel that this was directed by a seasoned Hollywood stunt person because that's everything felt like good stunt work. Like when he stabbed, when he got the final stab in, in the hand to hand fight, it's like this just quick little chunk right into his basically is what's that artery called. It's under your pit. Uh, whatever that is, not your crotch. Don't stab me. But what's called? <laughs> like, Sounds like the most painful not, place to get stabbed. Right. Sounds do awful. Do not cut but, me. Do not cut here. Yeah, but the way he did it, and the <laughs> and how fast it was, and the look on his face, like there's some there's some stuff here that just makes you go, oh yeah, somebody knows something about stunts. All the guys jumping through explosions out in the woods, getting blown off to the side. Two two separate yeah. scenes. Yeah, the, the drone strike scene. I thought, oh well, they got a they got people being blown up out of the way. No. Let's do that again. Yeah, like, and they spent. And it, it seems like they spent so much money, but this is half the budget of the first film. Um, yeah. Part of that is you're not dealing with quite as many 
uh, big paychecks for actors. Uh, the only two. Yeah, I mean, are, how much do you? I mean, how much do you pay uh, one of the best actors in Hollywood to to take a nap for the whole film? Yeah, I he mean, just kind of slept through half of it. That's yeah, true. Morgan, Morgan Freeman's in a coma almost ninety percent of the film. So yeah, I'm so glad that they let him act at the end because like I was good. really nervous. I was like, what if he's? What if that's it? What if he's just cowering and afraid the whole movie? He was good in the mm-hmm. first uh, when they were out fishing and he was just having a conversation. I was reminded. Oh Amazing. yeah, I love when he just gets to act and. Then yes. it would, then it was all hell breaks loose, and then I thought, well, that was the end of that. I guess we're never going to get more. But then we got some good stuff at the end. I thought it was a good Morgan Freeman performance. Like, oh, the performance yeah. was amazing when he was there. I mean, yeah. most of it was him laying in a bed with some tubes <laughs> in his face. <laughs> yeah. I can play intubated. Okay, all right. I need, I need to know your favorite, your favorite Morgan Freeman without uh, Shawshank Redemption being allowed. Brian, well, I, wait, 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 one, wait, one of my hands to my dick. I hold mean, on, that's no good. <laughs> hold on a second. That was a great line in the movie, but I. <laughs> My answer is what Brian just did about the intubation uh, performance. But anyway, right, that was absolutely the best. So pick your so pick your poison. Lucius it, Fox. Lucius Fox. That's a hard one to fight with. You, you like uh, that? Yes, that's a that's pretty pretty good. Well, pretty 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 good. Pretty. So we want an actual I'm here performance because I love his narration probably more than just about. Yeah. That's fine. Well, sure. If anything, it can so be I the mean. penguin thing if you want. I, I'm going to make it the penguin thing. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna You're not going to make it that? Okay. <laughs> uh, for me, it's Unforgiven. Easy, easy reader. Yeah, easy reader. I'm going to go with Unforgiven. I mean, it's easy to say oh, something like good. Driving Miss Daisy or Million oh, Dollar yeah. Baby or whatever, but I think his role as, uh, you know, basically just second to Clint Eastwood in, uh, in Unforgiven is still incredible and amazing. I, I know this is going to sound like the stupidest pick ever. I understand okay. that it's a stupid pick, but his narration. In War of the Worlds. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It's good. It, it's that good. movie is practically trash without that narration. Incorrect, but I, uh, but I but I agree that it helps I mean, elevate. I said it. practically. I didn't say <laughs> I wonder I want to talk Scott into a different opinion. Scott, could you could you reconsider him uh, in hard rain? Like that was like <laughs> We just want the money. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's a quintessential, you know, it, it's I I mean yeah but no like that movie sucks so it's it's hard to like it too much but i really like seven he's great amazing in seven so good in seven i mean Um, it's it's hard to pick a favorite performance because all of them are consistently amazing i mean there's i've never went oh that was a terrible performance seven was uh it was great seven seven for me it's gonna always (laughs) be his performance in million dollar baby because he's he's counted on to be the the observer for yeah. you he's the he's right. the one who saw events yeah. and is relating them to you yeah. and that's just like what he was made to do million dollar yeah. baby doesn't hold up for me without morgan freeman in that role what about million dollar baby i always forget about because i've i've after watching the end i was like yeah i'm never gonna watch that again so it's kind of like i put that in one of those films that I can't take that journey again. It was just too exhausting. Right. What about what about movies like that where you don't watch the whole thing? Is that possible? Like, could you watch? Could you watch like the first uh, and make it better? I'm trying. To, I'm trying to figure out how to like. How would you watch <laughs> oh, Mystic River? I see right? what you're because saying. It's, right. it's, yeah. it's brutal from oh, beginning to end. Oh, I love Mystic yeah. River though. That's a great movie. I mean, what? What? Okay. How about um. One of those, uh, the spider walks backwards or whatever it is. The one, yeah, along came a spider, the Alex Cross. <laughs> yes, those. Back. Spider walks backwards. <laughs> that one of those. I don't really like those movies very much. I feel like they were seven light, you know? 
Um, and, 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 but I, but he's great in them. Like, you know, I can't, I can never besmirch him. In fact, hell go back to electric company. His easy reader character was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's just great in everything. And I keep that, or was it when he played Spider-Man? In electric company. Uh, he was not Spider-Man in that. I'm telling you, that's what I remember, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> he is not. He never played I'm Spider-Man. I'm almost 100% sure that was him uh-huh. in the costume. Almost. Okay. Sure. Almost. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was him. But throwing ropes at people was the best thing about that show. <laughs> because it wasn't sure. webs. It was like. No webs. It was what like, we have. Yeah. yeah. I want to watch some of that again just to see how bad it was. But uh, he's that's the, a completely silent Spider-Man who only spoke in. Uh, Thought bubbles and word bubbles, but I am yeah. terrified. And always I, was making that look like had his hand, hand on his chin, yeah. thinking. Yes, yeah. right, exactly. Thinking, man, I'm always well, just slightly one of the most talkative superheroes of all time, and you're going right. to place him with thought bubbles. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always slightly nervous that I just, I don't want to hear something bad about him. I don't ever want anyone to come. Oh, yeah. forward, I don't think you're ever going to hear anything bad about Morgan Freeman. I, I don't think not. he, he not. never. I don't know. He doesn't give the impression that he's even capable of doing any sort of sexual misconduct or or mistreatment or anything like that. I would agree, except I felt that way about Bill Cosby. I felt that way about a couple others and I was wrong. I've been burnt before. Yeah. Just, just a little nervous about it. So I don't know why, you know, that's a terrible thing to even think. Like I I can't approach every actor and go, man, I sure hope they don't have some skeletons in their closet. (laughs) You can't do that. You have to day and age. You almost have to worry about that. Right. Like, Oh my God, what's good. When's Tom Hanks or Billy Crystal or something like that going to have something like this. Yeah. What if it was Tom Hanks and Billy Crystal were caught in a car, you know, doing it or something. That'd be all right. You'd be okay. (laughs) That'd be all right. Yeah. Two consenting adults. Yeah. Yeah. They could do that. So, uh, I, I forgot about chain reaction. (laughs) Back to Morgan Freeman. This is a good, this is a good transition. Thanks for the pivot. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> did we watch that here chain no, reaction no, no. no we no, talked about watching that though right 1996 what is that, that uh, tell me more Keanu yeah. Reeves and Morgan Freeman no chain reaction yeah uh, hold on I'm looking it up uh, two researchers in a green alternative energy project are put on the run when they are framed for murder and treason god yeah. I don't even remember this thing existing. I remember it uh, had Fred Ward in it and uh, Brian Cox and uh, oh Rachel Weisz she's it. great like her, yeah. Fred Ward. I love him. Uh, did you say Kevin? Oh, Brian Cox, as we were talking about before. Yeah, yeah Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll watch that. F- put that on our oh, list yeah. Yeah. at some sure. point. Never even heard of I've it. I've seen it before, and I remember. I remember being entertained. Can I can't I, say to the I, lo- what level of quality there was. I'm yeah. just I I hurriedly right. searched for Chain Reaction and accidentally got the China Syndrome, and I <laughs> oh. was reminded also we good need to sack the China Syndrome. Yes, we did. Yeah. that movie. Wait, have we not? Done- we've <laughs> done the china yeah. syndrome okay yeah. how many films have we done so far how have four, we not covered it four old men try and recount movies they've watched yep. on a podcast <laughs> the only movie we watch uh, with the name china in the title just for fun here does it actually let's do a little trivia here Who, trouble in little china there you go you got it yeah. Yeah. You got uh chain chain reaction uh china reaction is not available on streaming currently oh. but uh, we'll keep an eye out for all it. right and I How about out. in the bargain bend at Walmart? How about that? Is that oh, a actually, well, bend? yeah, I think uh, Tubi will actually pay you twelve dollars to watch Chain Reaction. Right. Yeah, that's right. Did you right. guys see the uh, the the Angel Fallen uh, snapshot I sent you guys from Walmart? Because I almost got excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. I was like, oh, there's the film now. I'm like, no, that's not it. Wait, where is this in our chat? I missed this. Yeah, in our Discord. I didn't see that either. Oh, I think I sent it, didn't I? Uh, no, I don't see it. 
Last thing I see yeah, is... Uh, did you see it, or did I, am I just imagining it? Maybe you sent it directly to me only. Maybe I did. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, you must have. It's not on our... Oh, I see. Oh, I see. You guys have a little uh, private, little private chat between me and Randy. Uh-huh. Shut up, you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little private chatty chatty going on. All right, here's some fun trivia about this movie. Uh, like with Olympus Has Fallen, which was 2013, by the way, uh, and London, which was 2016, Morgan Freeman has openly admitted to interviews multiple times about all three movies, and he did these movies mainly for the money. As he explained in the previous two, money. he says, <laughs> money is the third, or sorry, money. It's the third in a series and it pays better than the first one, he says. I get to play. And I get to take a nap. Yep. He says, I get to play the president again and I'm a, and it's I'm in a successful series. I'm working with a guy I admire and like. It's perfect. See, that's why, that's how can you not like Morgan Freeman when yeah. he says honest stuff like that? It's like. Totally. Yeah, it's like, yeah. He lays it on the line. No, I just did it for the money, and that's all. Well, last year he was uh, 82. You, you do it for the money, too. He's like what my mom's age. Pull? He's 82 years old, so, you know, doing roles like this is no small thing for an 82-year-old, I don't think. You know, it's still I, work. I, I would like to talk about The Asylum for a moment, because uh, watching this, I just, I just couldn't help thinking. It's almost too far away from the mainstream for a group like The Asylum to make a ripoff version Mm. but at the same time i really want them to Mm -hmm. and so like i just like we haven't talked about the asylum in at least a year i just want to catch you up to speed uh the asylum this year has uh the movie top gunner coming out oh (laughs) wow that's that's actually what it's called top gunner they're not even trying to like you know to like change the name and be right eric roberts is in that what the frick (laughs) they have they have fast and fierce i'm sorry they have a sequel to their previous movie, Fast and Fierce. It's called Fast and Fierce Death Race. Wow. Oh, I thought it was going to fiercer. Oh. Yeah, I know. Faster and um, fiercer. <laughs> I, I kid you not, they have a movie called Battle Star Wars, and I don't understand how you do that. How can you get that name on an actual movie? Yeah, the Star Wars part you would think would be... Battle Star Wars. Battle Star Wars. That's really close to Star Wars. See, we're putting though. the emphasis on the Battle Star and not the star wars i almost got stuck but you know what you gotta okay so i'm with you the asylum usually has these weird names and stuff but they almost got me the other day because i was i was looking through movies on voodoo and i there was a shark section you know it's it's time for the you know the shark week yeah and And asylum makes a shark movie every year now yeah and they had one called shark season and it looked and i didn't realize it was asylum it actually looked like a real movie if you will and I started, I started playing the trailer, and I started laughing. I'm like, "Oh, this is the asylum," and I'm like, yeah. "All right, yeah. good job, yeah. asylum." Yeah. Thanks to you thanks me. To, thanks to us all agreeing that every year needs to have a Shark Week. Uh, the asylum has a shark movie every year, mm, and right. I just they're like the Call of Duty of, <gasps> of movie studios. They just I did you know, not what's realize the gimmick, what's the gimmick this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are they doing? Other than oh, Top Gun, but that that one I mentioned, I think, and then I did not realize they've they've branched out into animation. They've got one called Homeward. Shut yes. up! Looks yes. like a, Onward. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, been, Homeward. Homeward. Yeah, yeah it not sounds, Homeward. And it sounds yeah. like yeah. Onward. Is that the joke? Right. Exactly. It is. Look yeah, at it. They've been they've been doing animation. They had a whole series uh, that was a ripoff of Cars. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's called that, vehicles. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Automobiles. <laughs> Automobiles. Yeah. Oh my god! I want to watch Rent a Elf. You know how my you there's they got holiday movies now too, and you know how my standards really plummet 
around the holidays. Yeah, yeah. I will watch yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Why is yeah. that, by the way? Have you ever self-inspected yourself and figured out why you like I, to watch that trash during no, the holiday? I have no idea. I have what? absolutely no idea. Okay. Last year, the Asylum Christmas movie was called Christmas Bells, and it's spelled B-E-L-L-E-S, mm, so it would right. be like Christmas Girls. Mm, gotcha. And I just can't. Like, I see that, and I'm just like, <laughs> no. I can't. Yeah. Well, not, I, I mean, will, I won't. Not in August, but you know, December, I've had a little bit of a uh, holiday food. It's nice and warm in my kitchen, you know, in the kitchen, in the living room. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I, I would watch Top Gunner with you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, point. I would have watched it if it was Topper Gun. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me right yeah, there. Yeah. That's great. Topper Gun. Hey, by the way, I want to make Brian Ibbett sad because he has a shared oh. love of the actor we're about to mention. At least we've talked about it on TMS a lot. I'm probably here too, but. Uh-huh. Danny Houston was replaced, or sorry, Danny Houston replaced somebody in this movie. He was originally cast and was supposed to star as the bad dude, Holt McCollany. You know uh-huh. him as dude what is from Mindhunter, and uh, we also saw him in... Oh, um, in Hamilton. Hamilton. No, not that guy, the other one. Uh, oh. The the other guy that he works oh, with. Oh, the, 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 the you know, gruff. regular guy, the yeah. G-man. Guy. Yeah, the rough... Oh, the, yes. the, so I good. can't think of his name in the show. There was, I love that guy. There was actually... A, yeah. uh, I, I paused the movie for whatever reason to like go to the bathroom or something, and it was <laughs> right as our two main FBI uh, characters were about to go die. Mm-hmm. And like, they're getting out of a helicopter. And I, and I stopped it. I said out loud, wow, wouldn't it be so cool if these were the characters from mind Hunter? Like mm-hmm. if, if mm-hmm. there was a mind Hunter crossover right into right, this right. movie, sure. Wouldn't that have been so freaking cool, dude? I'm into, I want more mind Hunter in general. So you're speaking yeah. my language. It sounds like they may not do a third season, which really, Oh no, really? Cheeses me off. Yeah, they they were already really uh, opposed to doing a third season, and then COVID-19 has kind of killed it forever. I think it was, um, what's his name? Who's the filmmaker who's showrunner? I can't think of his name. Made Seven. Uh, Matt Howley? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, not Matt Howley. Um, He made Seven. He made Gone Girl. Joe Penhall? No. We all know him. Made Alien 3. We all know him. He's won Oscars. (laughs) He He made The Social Network. He works with... This director, what am I, what's wrong with us? We're all going to die. I can't think of his name. <laughs> the guy that directed Seven. Who, who, I can't think of anything because killing me. It's Fincher, David Fincher. David Fincher, gosh. Uh, yeah, of course. So David Fincher is the showrunner on that thing, and it was already interfering a bunch with his film stuff, but I, I, would, I would think that COVID and slowdown in production would have affected both ways, so I don't, I don't know why they're not. But you can't leave me hanging the way they did with, uh, yeah. with the... With the th- him sitting right. on his bed and his wife's left. I mean, come on. Right. Oh. Yeah, the BTK killer or whatever he was called. Yeah. We need ah. closure. Oh, that I have a, a feeling killer. I have a feeling though that the plan was for that to go on for five or seven seasons mm. of of us not getting to Kansas to actually stop this guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hate to go back to the asylum. <laughs> I know we've moved. On. <laughs> I know we've moved on. Yeah. But uh there's a movie called Avengers Grim Time Wars, the original Wonder Women. Shut up. They've like they've taken everything that they have, right? They put it in this one stew. Oh, wow. that's hilarious. Unhappy being ruler of the underworld, Rumpel Stillskin frees himself and goes into hiding, making plans to take over Earth once and for all. As the Avengers wow. Grim fight to stop him, they quickly discover it's not where Rumpel Stillskin is hiding, but when forcing our heroes to fight through the ages. I want to watch this film right now. I, I so do. they're, so they're trying to capitalize on Avengers. 
Once Upon a Time and Wonder right. Woman all in one. I all love it that they're just spilling all their candy right there in the lobby. Yeah. Let's see. Where is this? What's oh, I'm trying to find this. What's this called? I don't know. I was I was taking a deep dive into the asylum.cc website and okay. I accidentally clicked on this when I saw it. I was very excited I, to click on I, it. I do hope everybody watches the Top Gunner uh trailer at some trailer. point. It's it's all over right. the place. And uh, it, it's just a great, great example of how you can use video game footage now to make serious movies. Like you can, you can make a good looking, you know, jet plane movie now using video game footage. Yeah, it, it's you fine. Just, like in engine stuff. If you want to see, uh, if, if you guys haven't seen it, anyone out there listening, Disney Plus has it. Go watch the behind the scenes stuff for the Mandalorian and witness what i believe to be the future of especially science fiction and fantasy filmmaking it is this will be unbelievably yeah. cool like they've got this cave what do they call it uh the projection cave i think they call it that yeah. basically they've got this big apparatus they've built where the actor in the mandalorian costumes walking around in this space and it's all projection it's almost like we've gone full circle but it's projection yeah, from yeah. unreal engine 5 and all of the walls, the objects, the stuff, anything animating, lighting, uh, it's all dynamic ray trace lighting. All this stuff is happening in real time based on camera movement. The cameras are in sync with the movement of the backgrounds. So everything you ever saw that looked cool in The Mandalorian, all shot in this cave. It yeah. is the raddest wow. thing I've we're, ever seen. It is so the future, dude. It is so cool. Yeah, we're heading towards an interesting time. And it's cheaper. It's excited. expensive as a brand new thing, but it's cheaper in the production and the in the long haul in trying to recreate those shots in any other way. And none of them looked staged or fake. All of it looked right. real. And it's just hey, amazing. So my oh favorite. My I, I, I just yeah. want to add my favorite bit of little trivia from the Mandalorian making. Uh, oh wait, I got a, I got a theme for you. That let's, let's do that. Real quick. Hold on, <laughs> uh, I got it right here. Where is it? Oh shoot, do I not have it? I gotta have it. Okay. Oh. All right, go ahead, Daniel. That bit, this bit of trivia fits what you just played perfectly. Lud- Ludwig Göransson is the composer. He also composed all of the score for Black Panther. Oh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. all the all the non hip hop parts of Black Panther score. Yeah. Uh, Ludwig Göransson is our, our our composer for Mandalorian. Uh, he went to a classroom and borrowed some instruments from children, children's instruments, and then brought them into the recording studio to make that those sounds that you just played. Oh, that's Bar- borrowed or uh, strong arm. <laughs> Give me that thing. Of murdered children. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Stolen right. their- yeah, they went. They went all the way into, into the other right. side of that. Uh, right. You know, he's, I have spoken. He's great. And by the way, that brings us back because I have spoken. Uh, of course, little uh, Nick, Nick, Nolte. Nolte, Nick Nolte guy. Uh, he is he is pretty great in this. But, you know, this is just he's not doing anything special here. This old is just man him could do that. this is what you're saying. Yeah. No. This could have been Wilfred Brimley. Uh, it could have been Brimley. No. could have been. No. You know, it could have been uh, Mar- who played Maurice on. Uh, <laughs> How dare you people boil down Nick Nolte? I'm old guy. I love no. Nick Nolte. Don't get me wrong. That dude, no. I mean, and don't forget, Nick Nolte was once voted by People Magazine the world's sexiest man. Sexiest. That's right. And don't you forget it. And if you forgot why, just take a look at the second post credit scroll. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. Let's go. Wait, Scott, wait, wait, there was a second one? Yeah, the second, the second, re- yeah, you didn't, you didn't stay long. No, that, you didn't stay that long. Well, there was the one with the uh, the dep- sensory deprivation chamber. Oh, well, that's 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 the second one because the first one, the credits roll for like half a second, 
Right. And then they're like in the back. They're in the backyard. Uh, backyard. But then immediately they don't show any credits between that and then the separate sensory deprivation place. I'm pretty sure they faded to black and then went back in. I, I could be wrong, but I thought there was some credits in between. Missed it. I didn't think there were any credits in between. I missed it. Very well, Nick Nolte. I anyway, to, I need to talk about all of the incredible old men that could have played this role. Because it's <laughs> oh, but, can we just add them to IMDb as, as old men considered for uh, <laughs> imagine, imagine how awesome it would have been if it had been Patrick Stewart with all that hair. Yeah, except he or, wouldn't. we couldn't have him do his accent. It's got to be some crusty American guy, and I guess he could what do if that. It was Brian Dennehy. Oh, my God. Yeah, he died. There's Dennehy. Stopper. Chris Christopherson could have done this. Yeah, he could have done it. Oh, yeah. Is there anybody more suited to be in a gruff old pissed off uh, war veteran than Chris Christopherson? James Brolin? Like, seriously. No. I disagree. I think Nick Nolte was the one and only pick for this role. Hmm. No. I I would have loved to see Donald Donald Sutherland as this role. I think he would have been so funny. Donald Sutherland? Hold on a minute. No, that can't work. He's too wimpy. <laughs> and work. He's too scraggly. Like you got to have somebody. Nick Nolte, at least, you, you know, he's a at least one point in his life. He's a big buff looking dude, like 48 hours or whatever, like 48 right. hours. Nick Nolte is a big ass Nick Nolte. And so you could see, even though he's diminished quite a bit with his age, you could see him being kind of a badass. I, I think it was pretty perfectly cast. And he needs to be somewhat underestimated, right? Like a Donald Su- Donald Sutherland, you would think, oh no, he's got a plan. He's not. Oh, just he definitely has a plan. You know, rave saloon glow sticks down a well for us to <laughs> to go. You know, <laughs> start meandering around. He's like, you know, Nick Nolte kind of comes across as like, I'm just kind of a feeble old man. But oh, check out all these wires! I've got this place bomb to shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My problem. My problem was I don't feel like he was performing like. Uh, my last offering is Scott Glenn. I would have loved to see Scott Glenn in that oh, role. He's great. And, Stick. and I just feel like I would have understood what the hell he was saying as opposed to Nick Nolte, who I, I don't know. It, just, it felt like he didn't read the script and he was just going with whatever. Yeah, I kind of like that about him, but, but St- you're not wrong about Scott Glenn's. Uh, was he stick in the Marvel uh, Netflix stuff? He was stick, right? Right, Brian, you know, this uh, stuff. Uh, yes, it? right. Yeah. From Daredevil. Yes, he totally was. Yeah. Stick. Daredevil. Yeah. What a great name. Stick. Cause I, not Keith Carradine. Was it Keith Carradine that I get confused with Scott Glenn sometimes? You might. Maybe. You're very similar. Yeah. 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 You, I, should, you I, shouldn't you know, anymore because one of them's dead, but yeah. Well, uh, David, maybe David Carradine then. <laughs> I'm going to go back and flimsily defend. Maybe Peter Fonda. That's who I'm getting confused with. Oh, okay. I'm going to go back and flimsily defend Nick Nolte in this role because I think what was important to our particular director is, uh, is eye acting. Uh, you know, everything is acted in the eyes. And I think Nick Nolte can perform eye acting better than just about anybody you listed. I For mean, sure. I, I think he's which, just in it. Yeah. Which brings me to my favorite trope in the movie. Oh. And oh, is it a trope? We're, we're, we are in our safe house. We are hiding out from the world and knowing that someone might be coming to kill us. And the backyard is wide open. There is, man, anyone can just walk right the F into your house as long as they come in through the back. Yeah, the no one, we're not, we're going to cover the rest of this, but the back door. Including a scraggly old man who has literally never been in civilization <laughs> since the 1970s. You can just right. walk right up. No problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't mind me. I'm just tiptoeing to stab some guy in the neck <laughs> and scare the crap out of a little kid. All right. 
Yeah, he sure. That, grand, grandpa sure showed showed right away how uh, that kid will be scarred for the rest of his life looking at him yeah. stab a guy. Yeah, that, they love that trope in all of these movies, right? Like the original Olympus Has Fallen is based on that trope. Like the, whatever you think is defensible, actually, people can get right into, mm-hmm. and they do it again later in the hospital. You know, like twice mm-hmm. the hospital gets infiltrated twice later, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I just, I love that. That's a, that's a thing that I just, I can't get enough of in action movies. Nick Nolte out in the woods. He has secret tunnels. Yeah. Like, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Secret tunnels are great. Here's the other thing I really liked. Uh, there, so three historical records in the, in the movie that are all presidential mm-hmm. okay. and they're all from Morgan Freeman. He is the first, or is, it's not, the, maybe not the first, but he has played presidents in two films, Deep Impact. Right. And, and then, well, these sets of, or I guess just this one film, the last two. Right, last time he was vice uh, president, one before that, yeah. Speaker of the House. Secretary, or right, Speaker of the House. And then, right. but that's the other record. He's the only person, even though it's fictionally, but the only person ever portrayed in Hollywood, and it's never happened in real life, where somebody served as both Speaker of the House, or all three, Speaker of the House, vice president, and then president. That's never happened. And he played the oldest president, sitting president, at 82 or 81, whatever it is. No one's ever been that old fictionally or in real life, okay. holding that job as president, although that may change this November. But anyway, that's the <laughs> that's the point there, and uh, that's kind of a fun thing to be able to hang your hat on. It you is, know? yeah, oldest fictional president. And wouldn't it be fun to like think of this movie in the same uh, universe as as uh, Deep Impact? Like this is the same guy. That's right. kind of cool, right? So you thought that meteor was bad? Oh man! Now, <laughs> now they're drones. <laughs> Oh no! Just Mike Batting to think about the, the Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I love. Can we talk about the drone scene? I, I alluded to it in my opening, but I enjoyed it the first time I watched this film. The second time watching it, I'm like, oh my god, what a, what a way to go out of your way to try to execute a president. I mean, this is just the most ridiculously over the top plan, a team plan that I've ever seen. Well, all right. It's but it's not. No, it, it does play to our it does play to our fears, but it's not. Right. But it's also not practical. as ridiculous a way if you're if you're not just wanting to kill the president, but also frame somebody for doing it. So you need to do right. it from a distance. Which so is, there's no risk of getting caught from a sniper. <laughs> well, no, because a sniper, uh, if if uh, Mike Banning is close shooter? by. Did you ever see Shooter? I like to think of this the same world as Shooter. Uh, it's the and we've established shooter. in no, Shooter. Is that an asylum Mark film? Wa- no, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, a, that's a Peter Berg a film. To, it's good. Oh, yeah, right, amazing okay, yeah. film. Yeah, in my I like Shooter. Shooter's good. They made and, a TV uh, show based on it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as many times we've seen, the, we've seen you know, people sh- snipers shoot from crazy long distances. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems more. You still have to get a lot closer than you would with with you know just sending a bunch a, a bunch of drones. Yeah, a swarm of drones. A swarm. I a feel swarm like the closer we the the further we get into a world where drones are commonplace and also more capable and do all sorts of crazy things, it's easier for me to buy into it. Otherwise, well, if mean, you'd have done this ten years ago, the, I would have gone. Well, wait a minute, drones don't do this, and also this computer tech is all wrong. I think. But this, I think part of it is the fact that I am so keyed in right now in the real world. Uh, that in order to maintain a conspiracy, you have to keep it very, uh, very minimalized. You can't have more than a few people be involved. As soon as you get more than you know a handful of people involved, you suddenly 
increase your chances of a whistleblower. Oh yeah, no, you start this truth. It, the minute truth starts to be too available to a conspiracy, then you've ruined your conspiracy. Right. So you right. gotta. You're so right. I, you I don't know. It just seemed it seemed really impactful. Now, don't get me wrong. It played to my fears because we fear we the drones because we're not I sure where all you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, being being killed remotely is a scary thought. Yeah, sure. Nobody likes that. And also this idea yeah. that it's just overwhelming force. It's like there's yeah. no there's no way that like a traditional attack is like a sniper where it's like get down. You pile on top of the president. You got people all over the place nested with their own sniper guns that are there to protect them. They're all now training on wherever that's coming from, wherever the shot's coming from. Like there's ways to deal with a with a fight like that. The drones were just like this overwhelming, undefensible thing. Unless you unless you dive into the water. Oh, my gosh. Just dive into the water, all of you. <laughs> yeah, you all should have gotten in the water. Right. Yeah. Here, one, every one of those drones was uh, carrying 100 pounds of gasoline, oh which was gosh. just... <laughs> right, yeah, to, yeah. to make the explosions the thing. Well, that was weird. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> I'm talking. I it's, thought I got disconnected. No, it switched us to so. Central and nobody asked it to. That's, oh, that's weird. That's weird. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Maybe, oh, we, we got to talking too much. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, we've, said, we've said the wrong things. <laughs> yeah. and we, we're being. All this Scott, ju- will never, Scott will never go back and edit this. So I'm just going to start over here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, could, you, can all, you can all hear this again. Yeah. So two things. One, every one of those drones is a miracle because it's carrying 100 pounds of gasoline. And that right. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I, bought, I bought it. Wow. What, what amazing flamey explosions those things mm. make. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. But, yeah. but why did this movie spend so much effort to make us understand that there were federal agent snipers on rooftops right if those snipers don't get used for anything later like they they should have been the most impressive thing happening during all of the gun battles around the hospital oh good point and you and you think they'd see a row you know a line of three suvs black suvs Two feet yeah. apart, driving sixty miles an hour, yeah. weaving, weaving around, uh, this approaching. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. this is actually the weakest part of the film for me, and I'm not yeah. sure. I haven't been able to, to nail it, but the weakest part of this film to me is never establishing uh, your location. It, it always seemed that the location was a little bit wonky. You didn't really know uh, why you know, a, a car was in a certain location, whether it was on a highway, was it on an interstate, was it on a back road? Was it in, it was like these, a lot of hand waving, uh, for your, your setup for your location. And so that, that, that threw me a lots of times. Mm. It was especially weird that how much of this movie was filmed in England. Mm. Like, Oh, I didn't know that. Like straight up England. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure why, but there, you know, like there's just like, uh, there were parts of it that didn't look like the other parts. And I think the whole thing is supposed to take place in a pretty small space around Washington, DC. Like right. we're, we're in Virginia basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They the have, if you've been to Virginia, it's a lot of roads in the back in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That's what's funny. None of these uh, filming locations are Virginia. There was some stuff in, uh, in actual DC that they shot. Right. And then the rest of it's like Sofia, Bulgaria, Berkshire, England. Wow. Uh, Upper Hayford uh, by Chester, England, uh, Rushmore Arena, Aldershot, where the hell that is. Long Cross <laughs> is Studios. Is that where the director lives or something? I mean, is there? <laughs> what's the reason for? I don't know. It's really weird. Maybe they got a better deal. I mean, I don't know. You always go yeah. to different places yeah. for different breaks. Sure. But, and the the again the the it was a seventy million dollar um, 
a budget for the first film. This one was only 30, 40. So I guess yeah. You, yeah. you go where there's a hospital that is, uh, or a building that you can make oh into a hospital gosh. that's set to be demolished. Yeah. Right. And the hospital, by the way, we have, we have, you know, we, we keep establishing that there's a lot of protection around the hospital and they were letting people in two by two in that hospital for just about most of the movie. And I'm like, and, and it was supposed to be t- taking place throughout the day, maybe even two days. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess probably two or three days. And it was just like this constant influx right. of, of, uh, of staff. Right. Where, whereas in reality, if the president of the United States had been nearly assassinated and was in some hospital that wasn't the White House itself, the right. federal government would cordon off so much territory around that thing. Like there would be barricades five miles in every direction around that right. hospital. Yeah. Uh, you know, but and they, I, they wouldn't I, have I, that back alley where freaking, uh, <laughs> what's his name? You just pull up and start shooting. I'm telling you, your back door yeah. is just complete. Anyone can come. It, it is. Yeah, it your, is. Your back door. That was kind of jacked uh, up. But, yeah. It's, it's a Saturday night at Ebbets house, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, <laughs> It just like like I didn't I didn't care I forgave this movie for stuff like that so easily because it's just so like it's just earnestly fun. fun yeah oh it's it a is good fun time. it's a good if, time if, I if, I like this like I like like I said like I like The Rock like I like Die Hard like I like some of my my favorite uh, action films they may have been more innovative in that they kind of created all of this stuff and this is very derivative of those but I don't know it's got the spirit of it and I, I didn't expect a third one to just for me to enjoy it as much. I just really yeah. had a good time yeah. with it. And I've liked his other movies, by the way. I've seen recently Shot Caller. That was awesome. Uh, he wrote that. And also Felon wrote and directed that, which is one of the final things you ever get to see Val Kilmer in before he got really sick. Uh, 2008, I, I guess. I saw him something recently. He was, uh, after his surgery, his tracheotomy. Yes, uh, and I, it was it was odd. Because yeah, he, was, he was wearing different. this, this yeah. neck gator... What do you call him? Gaither? What do you, how do you call him? Uh, yeah, like a like a big thick scarf kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, like, he was wearing a big thing like that, and it was it was odd to see. It's like what Ebert and, you know, wore toward the end. He would have to wear like a, a right. thing to sort of hide it. Yeah. But yeah, he did an interview with somebody here recently. It was it was interesting, and I guess he's getting into some roles again. But he, I right. guess he's in Top Gun, but only right briefly. briefly. Yeah, short shirtless maybe. Is Pro- that, well, is it's that? probably <laughs> my my guess is Iceman has bit, fallen on hard times. Maybe they roll it into the story that he'd gotten sick, and maybe right. Maverick has to go visit him or something. I don't know. I'm actually kind of pretty. I'm actually weirdly excited oh, about Top Gun. Of course, yeah, sure. Top Gun too. Sorry, not not as much about Top Gunner. No, Top Gunner less <laughs> so, but only with you guys. Yeah. I'm stoked about that. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys, I mean, for real, Shot Collar, which I think is still on. Not Shock, by the way, Shot Collar. Which is on, shot caller. He's uh, calling the shots. That was 2017, so it's relatively new. It's in. It's on Netflix, I think, and it's a gen. That's a genuinely good drama, like prison drama thing. It's very good. How do you guys feel about part threes and diminished heroes? Well, usually, you, usually I don't like them. That's why I was surprised right. here. But then again, Logan's another example of one that works. Um, because right. Logan's the third in the run, right? And it, it right. feels like it feels like that's the prototypical one for our generation. The Wolverine movies are about a man breaking down and getting old and facing the loss of his powers and so on. Mm-hmm. And like I can't think of a better example there. I know Sylvester Stallone tries really hard to tell that story, sure. but I think I think Wolverine does it better. And I feel like this movie, uh, th- this movie's weakness is actually trying to get me to care 
that banning is too old for this shit. I just don't care. Yeah. I I mean, I didn't. I Okay. Let me put it this way. I really like Gerard Butler. Oh, I don't know how I feel oh, about it. That's a long pause. There. I, don't, I don't know how I feel about it. However, like having him break down is not as, it's not as, um, I'm not as invested in him. Like the banning character is just kind of a guy who busts into everything. And this movie helped though, because this movie was more character study and more like, well, why am I like I am? And here's my dad. Look at he, he's a total mess. And he can see in my eyes why war is hell for everybody, no matter what your time was like. And, you know, like there's some of that. So it builds it out and makes it better. But in the first two movies, he's just, you know, tough guy who can, who can John wick his way out of anything. And, and this, I didn't realize, I didn't realize how much, uh, his advantage, his only advantage. He he is he he has he has the same training as our bad guy. I mean, you know, choreographed in the final scenes where they mm-hmm. you know are mirroring each other's movements and approach. The only advantage he ever uses is his headbutting. <laughs> he uses his head, <laughs> and he is suffering. He's got a big, thick, puffy head. And, yeah, and he's and he's suffering greatly from the one move he has that's made him, you know, the the hero, and that's the headbutt. But he's he's suffering compression in his neck and concussions, and so he's really paying for uh, for doing this. And it's just such a a weird thing around our hero. Didn't you, didn't you really like that the movie started though? by with this trope definition of what makes banning stronger than these other guys that right he trains like it's real and they actually like they say it out loud so you can remember that later oh this is why he's said three times i believe which was just enough to bring Candyman back i love that (laughs) yeah wait i thought Candyman was five times no five five times of Candyman. i'm thinking of bloody mary three for beetlejuice beetlejuice thinking bloody mary yeah i believe beetlejuice and bloody mary are three Candyman is Five, five. I'm hoping that new movie they they get it right. The new Candyman, right. which I'm very excited about. By the way, bring that on. Uh-huh. Let's get to it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, one other thing I wanted to say was this: Nick Nolte and Tim Blake Nelson have both appeared different movies about the Incredible Hulk. They also appeared in the Thin Red Line together. So oh. you had the original, or you had the Ang Lee Hulk, which had uh, Nick Nolte was great in right. that. By the way, as the abomination, yeah, or as his dad, his dad, uh, his dad, his dad but something happened to i know him. I eventually becomes abomination right. was the set was the 20, 2008 one i think oh right 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 well, who's the, right. what was the bad guy in uh was it just thunderbolt uh was the bad guy in the original angley i thought there was a there was electricity involved i thought it was the poodle no that was the uh there was electricity no? involved i don't remember how what the deal was it had something to do with nick nolte uh, nick and he, nolte is a uh, father right and sam elliott oh, was thunderbolt ross oh sam elliott I yeah. didn't know that. That's yeah. great. Keep him in there. They should have yeah. kept going there. I'm mean, William Hurt's fine, but let's get Sam Elliott back in that job. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but then uh then you had Tim Blake Nelson in the first Ant Man? No, he was in the he was in the um Oh no, he's in the Hulk, the Hulk. second Hulk, right? Right. Oh, no. yeah. and, and it was underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. And it was gonna be such a great setup for Tim Blake Nelson to play the leader. Yeah. Um, they they show his head growing in in shadow off screen to, to the size of the leader's head, but yeah. you never get you never get that you never uh, get the satisfaction. Uh, right, right. right. By the way, Brian, yeah. have you Ibit? Uh, have you read um, that new uh, the Eternal? Uh, I haven't Immortal? seen it, but I saw you posting on Twitter Immor- about the new Hulk. Yeah, Immortal thing. Hulk is very good. It looks good. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. that's a good read. 
I, I resubbed to Marvel Unlimited, and first thing I picked up, and I just thought, oh, let's see what this is. And it's mm-hmm. good. It may that might be the best the Hulk's been since I last read it. It's very good. Wow, I'm getting cool. it now. It's on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, yeah. Which Advantage over Comicsology. Um. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The there's way more. Way more Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> bad guy. Bad guy in Ang Lee's Hulk was uh, Absorbing Man. Absorbing Man. Absorbing Man. Remember, it was uh, being able to. It was. It was basically. Uh, um, he could take your rope, his dad, rope in it, right? <laughs> not sort of. He he can absorb the material of anything. So like uh-huh. he touches a cement wall, he can become cement. He touches oh. uh, a steel table, he becomes steel. Just has a bad name. What happens if he touches coffee? Trying to get a cup of coffee. coffee. Yeah. Don't remind me. I'm down to a like a quarter of a cup, <laughs> oh, and I'm, I'm nursing it as slowly as I can. <laughs> just keep sipping that, just barely as we go here. Um, anyway, uh, I forgot Tim McNelson was in the Thin Red Line. That's a really good movie, too. 1998's Thin Oh, Red no, Line. look. Okay. No. You don't like the Thin <laughs> no. Red Line? Thin Red Line is not a good movie. It is a cavalcade of every actor who has ever worked in Hollywood. So if you ever want to say, yeah, he was in the Thin Red Line, it was a good guess because, yeah, he probably was. Dude, Thin Red Line is a, it is a weird cool thing i can't believe you don't like that that's crazy oh, I, I i i i i like parts of it i like parts I wanna, of it but I, it I wanna, is way too long okay just supporting brian dunaway here terrence malick doesn't try to make a movie that you're gonna like yeah i i don't know <laughs> what he's ever doing in every movie every movie terrence malick's ever made i can't explain it but it's not i'm trying to entertain you and make you like this it's it's right. this artist's vision thing that I just can never fully crack open. Tree of Life, the New World, Thin Red Line. I can't argue yeah. that it is no, you're beautiful naming, you're, art. You're, oh, right. Tree of Life is so meandering and dull. And and right. just and it's just <laughs> it's just like what was the point? I don't know. A Terrence Malick seems to know, but he's not gonna depict it in a way that tells you what the point is. Uh, his movies are so pretty. They're so pretty. Watch a screensaver. I mean, he's <laughs> watch, watch toasters. I mean, come on, what do you right, exactly, yeah. watch a screensaver. They should make a Terrence Malick screensaver, but it would just be a silent running of thin red line. <laughs> That's um, amazing. I, I absolutely. He had a movie come out last uh, year or earlier this year or something, and I loved the trailer for it. It mm. was. It's called A Hidden Life, mm. and I'm watching this trailer, going, "Wow, I can't wait to see this beautiful movie." Yeah. And then it's like directed and written directed by Terrence Malick. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I like his stuff okay, I guess. Let's... Well, that's, that's fine. Like, like I said, I would never judge somebody for actually liking well, I'm it. Also I, so, give, I'm sure. I give the movie a hard time, Thin Red Line, but it really was just such, it was just so, it's like the book of love. It's full of, uh, Wait, uh, what's, of... The, what's the lyrics go? It's, uh, it's long and boring. The and, book of uh, love, the movie? No, the song. Oh, Oh, the a, book of love is long and boring. Yeah, oh. yeah, the book of love is long and boring. Because there's a there's a movie with Jason Sudeikis in it called The Book of Love in 2016. I remember that. Oh yeah, there it is. Jessica Beale's in that. Maisie Williams, you know, the one from Game of Thrones and that Marvel movie that'll never come Aria. out. Um, <laughs> Paul Reiser. Supposedly in 13 days we're supposed to get that. So we'll see. Excellent. We'll see. I have a trope for you. Uh, or actually, no, I'm sorry. I have a chick in the bucket. Don't you know it's dangerous to leave a bucket lying around? Uh, for me, it's the Asian guy Ooh. in the basement that's setting off the hospital. What happened to him? Everyone else got their oh, comeuppance right. and their ju- their justice, but he just sat down there, hit He's- the button, and went home. 
He's still there. No, he didn't go home. But the <laughs> chicken in a bucket never goes anywhere. They're left where you leave them. I guess so. I mean, he's. I think you could say those sniper guys were also chicks in the bucket, like you were mentioning earlier. If you're gonna have all these sniper positions in the buildings during the final siege, yeah, they, yeah. and then they did nothing. Going, I don't know. Can you see? They can't see nothing. Smoke. We're in terrible positions yeah. for snipers. Yeah, smokes everywhere. Let's go home. Let's go get a beer. Let's go home. <laughs> but the Asian guy, he just cracked me up because he's, I keep calling him the Asian guy. Let's call him the guy in the basement. There were multiple people in the basement, but eventually he was alone right. down there and his job was just waiting for this, the CO2 to build up and then igniting it. And then not, that, okay, you're done. He, yeah, yeah. So that was, that was his whole job. He no went, justice. He, no he did, justice. He, uh, he wiped his hands off and then, uh, he went, and got some coffee and, uh, good job. <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you. Yeah. And then how about this? Do you got you guys are gonna have to help guess here? Gross. Okay. What do you think grossed me out the most? <laughs> what grossed me out the most? What do you think? This is a tricky one. It's subtle. It's not gonna be easy. Right. And I'll right. say and I'll give you a hint. It's way at the end of the movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, way at the end of the movie. Gross thing for Scott. Uh, I, I had Oh a- uh Gerard Butler licks his fingers when they're talking about uh uh, dad moving in. Uh, oh, he did. And they're passing, oh, passing around the food at the dinner table. I missed that. No, I assumed his fingers were sort of clean, and it's okay. Gerard Butler yeah. fingers are fine. They're all right. <laughs> He's yeah. a clean man. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they all—they're always covered with syrup. <laughs> no. well, was, Just all pretty... sticky from syrup. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty gross when uh, Gerard Butler stabs bad guy, and then we're shown the bleeding. Yeah, it was very. Gerard, yeah, and Gerard Butler's right up close with it. He's like right. He's still hugging. Okay, you, man Randy, like you have no you. idea how close you are. You're so wow. close to the okay. answer here. That was not the answer, but you're just right in it. You're in the zone. Okay, I'll get right. you guys. Pull give the up. chain. All pull right, the chain. here I'm Let's pulling go. the chain. Pull the chain. Uh, it's Danny Houston at one point, and Gerard Butler are so face to face that I can see Danny Houston blowing his hot, stinky, yeah. mid fifties yeah. actor breath <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> Of of uh, Gerard Butler's hair's moving, it's blowing it so hard, and all I could think of was like, man, I don't care how many Tic Tacs you've got, you're getting. You're there getting, was a there was dead. an associate producer who got a credit on this movie for just managing the Altoids. That's like their <laughs> right. only so so even a share size version of Tic Tacs would not be enough. No, it would not be enough. Not a family a size. What's a share size? Oh, share. Like yeah. I thought you meant the yeah, actress yeah. singer share, like C H E R share. That's what I thought you were saying. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's this? So there's a share size. There's a sunny size. Yeah, of course there. There's this share size of all candies now. It's like uh, we can't admit that that an individual uh, could actually eat a a candy bar that is the size of their head. Right. So call it share size. Share size isn't like we're implying that you're going to share this, though we know right. you're probably not. We know the truth. Yeah. And share it with yourself. I got you, babe. Is all I was thinking of. I was thinking of her. <laughs> it's the size of share. <laughs> yeah. That's all I could think of you were saying. It, yes. wouldn't, it wouldn't. It was a size of share in a thong. Yeah. I got you. I got yeah. You. What's that song? What's ship? that song? How's if that go? I could turn back, back time. Yeah. I would not eat this <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> that ugly kid in mask. Anyway. Uh, moving on. Do, do you believe in life? <laughs> oh, do you <laughs> believe in life? <laughs> Oh Lord! This podcast just it goes places. It goes (laughs) places. All right, uh, let's get to some clips. I have a number of them, and uh, they begin actually not too many actually because it's I don't know. There's not a lot of terrible dialogue in this movie, but there's some things. Right. So 
I wrote, we love him, right? This is the man who could be taking my place. Okay, we haven't even talked about oh, him. Oh, Lance Riddick. He's the best. He is the best. I, I just, so I just got done watching, uh, doing a rewatch of Lost, and he only comes in for a little bit as Abaddon, who kind of guides John Locke through getting everybody back to the island. But he is just so good. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he but he's on coma watch here in this episode. So he is, Yeah, right. he, he's not. it's not a great role for him here, but he, but he still just commands so much presence when he's on screen. And I loved yes. him in Bosch. I love him in... Yes, like you said, Lost. He was great in that other show that was like Lost. Now I can't think of the name, but it was like um, not so Lost. No, it was, it was popular. It was on Fox. Ran like six seasons. Fringe. 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 Yeah, he was great yeah. on Fringe. Oh yeah, I love Fringe. Yeah. So yeah. so he's he's in all three of these uh, movies, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. He's, he he has an appearance in all of these. Uh, and and I'm he just, was in White House Down. I'm looking to see if which London <laughs> did he did he go to London too? I'm not saying know. like White House Down was the other one. Other one. Right? Oh my God, he was in yeah. the wrong first. Wait movie. a minute. Exactly. Wait yes. a minute. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, serious. I forgot about that. You're right. Though I haven't seen I've White seen House anything. Down, so I don't. I don't know. Seen I don't, it. Can't compare yeah. it. Not think of an example of a movie where you jump from the twinsy to the other one oh, in the that's series. Great. Right. Yeah. That's really great. Okay. You know who had his job before was what's her name uh not she she should have played storm but she didn't uh actress this is like if Ugh. if you told me that R. burton was going to be in a star wars movie seriously mm. this oh. is so freaking weird i i okay so <laughs> maybe he wasn't in all three but i just want to say really cool that uh reddick got to survive this one because i thought he was gonna die yeah right yeah. right he yeah. just got injured instead right he's Are you thinking like angela bassett yes yeah. angela bassett she in the first two she had the role that that lance what's his okay. name had in this one in charge of the in charge of the secret service and she died in london uh in the london one that's why she's not here uh and aaron eckhart aaron eckhart <laughs> she's not here aaron eckhart didn't die he just uh moved on to be or he just he ended his presidency and they, we right. don't get all the details Civilian about it. yeah yeah he's living somewhere i guess else. he also does a lot of voices for horizon zero dawn and oh. uh destiny really he'd be oh, his voice is cool he's such a great voice yeah i mean he might more, be more stuff more lance riddick he might be one of my favorite riddick. character actors working today he's really awesome hmm. also just a sad note to remind yourselves that uh uh the first two movies had robert forrester in them as the uh, chief of staff oh, military right, guy, right. joint chief of staff guy. But, Always great. Yeah. But they have Vladimir Putin in them. Oh my that God. That was so weird. Was that weird. whole, he, <laughs> he looks like he's so aware. I mean, it looks like he was literally filmed. It was some for Forrest Gump shit. He, it was Forrest Gumpy. Yeah. Man, you know, yeah, he, with all those other people. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was trying to figure out when that was from. Was that from a recent thing? Was that Trump he was over on top know, of? Was he on top of Obama? Putin always looks like he's looking around like, where am I right now? No, he's where a shit-eating this? grinner, dude. Where, where is this at? Where am I? <laughs> I imagined in the moment that it was from an Obama appearance, mm -hmm. and they just they just switched out Obama. Now, you're not saying that because they're both black, are you? I just want to make sure that you're not saying that. I'm just teasing. No, because, teasing. because everybody so comfortable and in any of those group shots of leaders that involve trump they they, <laughs> they look like there's a, a black cloud around him <laughs> no, that's like a fair point farted every time you know? that's a good point it probably was um and i was totally kidding all right let's move on <laughs> to uh this one um oh i said this is an old man thing to say these walls have more leaks than a submarine with a screen door like, oh my gosh yeah, that was which is which is wrong because 
uh, a submarine with a screen door has one leak, but it's yeah. a really big one. <laughs> it's really bad leak. So Not everything more, has more leaks than right. <laughs> it's a terrible. How about some bad idea like a screen door on that's the, the that's the phrase. It's like so. Yeah. Like, well, that's not, that's not the idiom. That's not the phrase. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a bad idiom. As useless as a there you go. Yeah. screen door yeah. on a, a submarine. I'm not voting for it when he comes up. Right. Not voting for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's, <laughs> we thought you was a toad guy. It's not the same fighting for money as when you fight for your flag. I'm so, it's so different so not saying, hearing him go, I tell you what, I'm Tim Blake Nelson <laughs> with a crazy so, boy. Like he isn't doing that. So right. Right. What, I know. I want the. Buster Scruggs. Yeah. yeah. Scott's, Scott's Tim Blake Nelson is apparently Delmar from <laughs> Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. Yeah. That's, so yeah. that's kind of what we assume the uh, Tim Blake Nelson sounds like in real life. And it's almost all he ever does. The, the, the When he was in Minority Report, heaven forbid we bring that up ever again, but Minority Report, <laughs> he's the he's the keeper of all the, the prisoners. All the, all the, right. And he's got that, yeah. hey, what's going on? You don't want to be in here. Like he still does it. So I, this was very different for me to hear him like this. All right. Uh, didn't get, oh, didn't get the title of the movie. Oh, I got it. All right. You know, normally a movie will say the title of their movie. Uh, this, oh, yeah, they kind of did. They did yeah. this in a different way. Oh, I love that you caught this. Good. And for the first yeah. time, I'm embarrassed again to admit, that's when I finally realized what the hell an angel stood for. I didn't get it until now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I thought, well, I, Olympus has fallen. I knew about the the, the White House being called Olympus. Sure. I knew about the code word. Sure. London. Right. Okay, they're in London. I get it. The whole thing's falling in London. Here, Angel. I'm like, Angel, what the hell's that? Now we get right. it. So here it is. President Trumbull's top guardian angel has fallen. Derp! I'm so yeah, glad that's... you got that. That's like yeah. sneaking a word in between other words. Yep. To, like... yep. <laughs> totally. And it was for dummies like me who didn't understand the title. And yeah, I was, I'm a dummy along with you. I didn't think about it either until he said, I'm like, oh. Yeah. They oh, yeah, used okay. the president's code name exactly as many times as I would allow. If they had said Pathfinder one more time, I was going right. to lose it. Yeah. But it was perfect. This is fine. Yeah. This is fine. You established Great. that he has a code name. Thank you. That's enough. <laughs> I, you know, and since he wasn't doing many presidential things, he was mostly in a coma. And so every time they were trying to pull him out of a dangerous situation, they were either trying, you know, get Air Force One or, you know, the, mm-hmm. the helicopter and his, his whatever it is, Force One. And uh, when they put him in, they put him in the wheelchair. I thought, oh, do they designate <laughs> that wheelchair is <laughs> wheelchair, wheelchair one. one? And I'm like, oh, no, he's got some sweatpants on. Are those sweatpants one? <laughs> and I, I couldn't stop. Uh, yeah, my original <laughs> greeting for this. I couldn't work out to 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 my satisfaction was using the word Pathfinder over and over, and it was like right. uh, like calling on like uh, uh, what's a what's a Tarantino movie Pulp Fiction. I was like I was like uh, uh, is Pathfinder awake? Pathfinder sleeping. Yeah. Wake him up then. Like I, <laughs> this movie had literally those words. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it so messed me up in a different way because all I can think of was the Pathfinder role playing game system, oh, and so I kept right. hearing that in my head. I'm like, no, stop talking about Pathfinder. That's I, I like D and D systems better. Anyway, it was a bungee game, Pathfinder something, right? Something in a Pathfinder or something. Bungee game. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh, Pathways into Darkness. Never mind. That's what I'm thinking. It's not of. bungee though. Is it? It wasn't. Is it? Isn't? Is it? I thought that was uh, a game. that's a bungee game. Is it a bungee game? <laughs> that goes back. That goes back from like thirty yeah, years. I'm thinking of Wolfenstein. Like, well, I thought they did. Yeah. Oh, you're right. They did. Yeah, Look at that. Was into darkness. I mix that up with Day of Defeat all the time. I always think it's the Day of Defeat team. It's not. I think the Day of Defeat people made. I don't know what 
they did. Day of defeat. Da- we used to call it Dodd, and we used to love that game. Yeah. Time to take your shoes off and get the day of defeat on. <laughs> Right. Wow, you can actually still get it on the Mac App Store and play it on your computer. Really? On your yes. computer? Computer. Your processing machine? Computer. On your computer. All right, here's a. I, I wrote such a different role for him. The President of the United States is lying in a coma, and 18 Secret Service agents are dead. This already blew up in our face. Yeah, dude. Tim Blake Nelson, take it to the hoop. Yeah. Blew up in our face. Face! We thought you was a toad. <laughs> oh, he was also really good in that Watchmen. Oh, oh yeah. HBO. Oh, oh my gosh. I forgot how much I liked him in yes. Watchmen. He's great in that. He's so good. What was yeah. the name of that character? Mirror or uh, Reflection or something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, Why not coming out? through? Yeah, we hear you're you. No, through. you're not apparently because you've been saying something. Did you? What'd you, what'd you say? Oh, Looking Glass. That's it. Did you say that, Randy? Never mind. Go on. No, what'd you say? Did you say looking glass or did you I missed it? Let's pretend I said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, sorry. I just did it. We didn't hear you. Um, all right. Here's the um how the F did you find me Nolte? Oh. How the f did you find me? Okay. We just followed the water that you were spilling everywhere. It was quite easy. <laughs> I love I love the absolute ridiculous hip- hypocritical conceit that he's been cashing his benefits checks while being yeah, yeah. so totally off the grid. <laughs> he's not apparently not off the grid at all. Like not even a little bit. Yeah. He's, right. uh, he also, I looked up why he shakes so much in his voice and stuff thinking, Oh, oh. he's got some Parkinson's H. or something like that or whatever. Uh, everything I found says it's from his massive cocaine use in the eighties. So yeah, I wait, got it. I mean, as we get older, especially when you get, to this age, I mean, nerve damage can become a factor. There's a lot of things that yeah. uh, that could become a factor for shaking. It's nothing to be embarrassed oh, not about. At all. That. <laughs> not but at it all. did make me laugh trying to watch him in the background because they played it off like whatever. Yeah. But he was in the background trying just to get a sip of water. And I mean, <laughs> it wasn't he was back well. there. He was back there like a <laughs> like a paint uh, a, like like a a paint mixer at Lowe's, <laughs> just just throwing. <laughs> Just throwing water. It couldn't have been any water in that cup. Yeah. But, but, I, but like I say, mouth. I kind of like him like this. I like him Absolutely. just a little frantic. There's something about him. All right. Uh, bad mumbo jumbo. So here's some bad tech. Hacked into Banning's government IP server and compiled a search history. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. His, uh, the government, their IP server. Yeah, their IP server and then hacked the search history of the IP server. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, be coming from, the first thing I was like, see if there's any IPs from, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like their IP, like they would use their IPs directly from their no, right? Their servers. I, to I, do I, that. I like when movies take that stuff more seriously and do their research, and this one did not do yeah. that. But hardly any do. I, so. and, you know, and okay, so there's a there's a conceit that I usually give a movie in our hero. Our hero is typically uh, very capable and very smart, and he's usually just a little above average. But the things they required for him to be an expert at, we're starting to kind of get to me a little bit like uh, him uh, road fighting uh, police officers in a semi truck, knowing how to, to handle a semi truck would never be something that would be in his skill set enough so that he could, that he could actually fight off uh, police officers who were trained or he could, tr- he could jackknife it 
and then yeah. leave it and then leave and the then, thing there as a block. It's that was, I, I, I like my hero being, you know, a little superhuman, but there was times where I'm like, okay, he knows exactly how to break down any gun in order to make a lock picking right. tool. Mm-hmm. Which I could see maybe because, uh, you know, maybe he's on the internet a lot and he's reading about that stuff. I was, I was ready to see him pilot a helicopter. Like, yeah, that's how yeah. good he is at yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. The, so the original poster showed Air Force One going down, and apparently that was a part wow. of the script and got pulled. They didn't, they didn't do it. So we ain't got we ain't got the budget to take down a, a plane, an airplane. <laughs> yeah, but they could have done a marine one. That would have been cool. Watch a helicopter yeah. go down. That'd been all right. Um, all right. Oh here's uh, oh, it's him saying you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> that was hey, my favorite. Do you, do you have your uh, Do you have your uh, uh, Barack Obama going? Thank you, Satan. Can you play the two back to back, please? Yeah. Hold on. I can do this for you, Brian. Hold on a second. Here. Let's see. We I like got... I like combos. Yeah, I like combos as well. Let's see. Thank you, mm, Satan. Combos. Pizza flavored. Uh, All right, we got thank you, Satan. Let me just pull this down here. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. So we're gonna go. You're welcome. Thank you, Satan. There you go. No, no, no. Wrong word. Wrong word. <laughs> oh, I wrong did the wrong word. order. Yeah, let me do it again. Here we go. Thank you, Satan. You're welcome. There you go. That was worth it. That was worth it. Totally worth it. Yeah, worth it. Worth it. Totally worth it. All right. There's a, this is a weird scene. I didn't expect this one. See if you guys remember when this happened. I have spoken. Okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He got. He almost said that. There was a. There was a time in the in the backyard that he said something that was similar <laughs> to the point that I was like, yeah. oh, almost. I just almost. absolutely love that casting in Mandalorian. It was perfect. Yeah, it's yeah, perfect. So good. You couldn't ask for better. All right, who's making the buzzing sound? That's my mic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my mic. I there forgot. you go. Well done, sir. I forgot my own joke. It almost made it better that I forgot. That was real good. That I did that. <laughs> All right. Already look guilty. We already look guilty. What the f- the difference? Yeah, he really? could just he could just read me a book. That'd be great. Wow. And swear the whole time. Mother effing Jack fell down the hill. <laughs> I I love. I mean, I love the fact that they had Nick Nolte. Um, out that old truck mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. still be so proud that it can light the tires and just that was just so authentic to me every every uh person that i've known at that age group yeah. kind of went through that vietnam era just it, it was important yeah uh, that, they kind of nailed that i agree i have an uncle like yeah. that and it's just and he's rambo like he's yeah. literally rambo he's living in a fortified house yeah. that's surrounded by explosives like at just what, this is where, the this is literally the 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 way they end the most recent Rambo. I mean, he is a tunnel rat. And, oh, uh, I, I've not seen up. that yet. Is that uh yeah, worth uh, it? Worth my time or no? Oh my gosh, yes, it is. It is. It got panned all so at the hard, same dude. time. Oh, it is. It is absolute trash. It, 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 but can it also watch, is good. Can we watch the last Rambo for film suck? I mean, I, why are you asking me? Because, <laughs> because Scott hasn't seen it, and so I haven't seen only, it either. Let's do it. D- Dunaway and I have, and yeah. that leaves. I think you, it's that leaves you as the sort of. I, I'm into it. I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine right. with it. Yeah. Which Actually, one is don't, the 29? Don't watch it until we until. We oh, believe me, that won't be a problem. <laughs> I think I can abstain from yeah. that one. Uh, okay. All right. I'll hold off. I'll I purchased. I purchased the Rambo combo pack on Vudu. That's the reason why I had because I was going to get the first couple of ones anyway, and so I said I might as well buy this. You know, is it bloody? Because I, I want bloody. Yeah. It's oh my scary. gosh. There. Oh my god. It is the most beautiful 
body gore things you've ever seen. It is just, I mean, it is, if, if, if there's an art to blowing up the body, mm-hmm. it is this film. I would actually, I would actually call it exceptionally bloody. I think, I think yes. Sylvester Stallone's mind as a director, the human body contains 500 gallons of blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it more bloody than four? Cause four was pretty bloody. Yeah, yes, absolutely. it absolutely yeah, because, is. Because okay. the 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 previous Rambo, the John Rambo movie, has a lot of like people getting exploded, and yeah. you don't really get to see up close what happens to their bodies. Yeah, right. But this one, this one's all close combat. There, right. There's this weird, sh- there's this weird uh, uh, filming technique that they used. I don't, I don't know if it's weird or not, but it's something I haven't really seen. And the way the bodies are blown up or or shot. It is just a, a total new expression uh, of that to me. All right. I mean, I, 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 we sound like psychos talking about how much we like this, but absolutely. I like, well, it, I like when a movie, yeah. a movie that's, that can be an art in a movie. And I like when it's done well. And I want my, I don't want them tiptoeing around. I want Rambo to just beat the crap out of everything. So we'll see what you think later this year. on <laughs> Okay. It'll be our hot winter movie. Film time. Hot, <laughs> Wait, hot bloody winter. winter hot action or bl- bloody Blam. bloody winter hot action. I don't know something like that. But I, I know this for sure. I can't feel B. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that. Now this. I now present you with the film sack checklist. Everybody's getting a little too old for this shit. Check. Mm-hmm. Forever mm-hmm. young was a song about Tim Blake Nelson. Check. <laughs> uh, port, of course, the bad guy is Danny Houston. Check. All right. Uh, moving on. Star Trek connection. Uh, Daryl said there were none, but uh, Randy found some. John McDonald is a stunt man performed for both Angel Has Fallen and Star Trek Discovery. Mark DeSimone or DeSimon or however you say that did sound mixing for Angel Has Fallen and Voyager and Oleg Burgoski worked on sound mixing for both this and lower decks. And the, is- and the stunt man thing is, is what really caught my attention there because like this movie has just flat out stunts. It yeah. is stunts from beginning to end. Yeah. Like it, it's, it almost never lets up. And there's a point where you're like kind of tired of it. Like people being exploded and they're running and they're still getting killed by explosions, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. almost too much. But I, I really enjoyed the stunts in this movie. Stunts are like great. This ought to be an Academy Award category. Probably its best feature, actually. If I'm if I'm going to pick stunts, anything, is yeah. the stunt work and the and the practical explosion stuff and all that. I think was really well done. There was a scene where the hospital had collapsed, and they're running away from a giant cloud, and it was right. some bad CG. Yeah, um, it was video game. Yeah, remake. real yeah. bad, but. The rest of it, I think, looked just really gri- just gritty and on the ground and real in it. And that worked for me in a big way. That probably helped push the movie ahead of one for me as far as which one I enjoyed mm-hmm. the most. Um, also, I'm a little surprised as a stuntman. He, he, the director himself has never um, been in Star Trek. Let me just do a quick check on that. Yeah, there's no Trek in his history, which bums me out because he's in like everything from Leonard Part 6 to The Blob <laughs> to Hook to Dollman to... Hard target. I mean, he's in everything. Sudden death, stuff we've seen. That dude wow. did a lot of stunts. And he stopped in 2001. That was it. No more. You and, want. and this director, Rick Roman Waugh, also directed the 
rock movie Snitch, which we have not seen on Film Sack, but is on the list to see. Hold on, Snitch. Oh yeah, the Dwayne Johnson, Susan Sarandon thing, John Barenthal and his airlobes, all those guys. <laughs> uh, get their own trailer. They do. That's what I've heard. Uh, all right, uh, there's that. Now we go to this, which is uh, the soundtrack rate. I'm going to give it a PS for perfectly suited for what it was. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It didn't never bothered me. PS one. Yeah, PS one. <laughs> mm-hmm. PlayStation. Well, 1. this would be this would be PS three because it's the third movie. Oh, I no, see. but it was the presidential, you know, classification. Oh, gotcha. PS one. Like oh. I get you now. Okay. Well, what if it was PS two? Which could be the PlayStation two or a connectivity standard for. Uh, mice and keyboards back in the day remember the ps2 connections uh-huh so this connects mm-hmm. the other three two or two movies oh this is dumb this is real dumb what we're doing this is t- <laughs> all right <laughs> shut up and get in your your tunnel you tunnel rat that's right ma'am. that's right let's do the twitter post this is where you guys in 300 or uh, characters or less we're doing 300 today you know why you know oh, why 300 yeah 300 that's madness it is madness this is sparta uh, let's start with Randy. Angel has fallen. A story about what happens when one man thinks another man is his best friend, but he's really his enemy. And a woman who doesn't know that goes after him with big Jada Pinkett energy, only to choose the wrong man. And then the two men end up wrestling together breathlessly, <laughs> just like a Saturday night. <laughs> that might be the I'm, best one of those. I'm counting play. characters. Yeah, that was, uh, that was I was good. given 300. Yeah, <laughs> that was beautiful. Right under it. Yeah, we gave you an extra yeah. 20 characters. You'd use them well. Yeah, I'll, I'll yield a few of my characters to Brandy. Oh, okay. I, I'd Twitter like post. to yield the rest of my Pre- characters. Yield. Oh, that'd be funny if we had to do that on Twitter all the time. Just yield our characters yeah. to other people. Like it was a, a finite number of characters that were available to everyone. <laughs> I love that. Like giving back to the power company because you got solar energy on your house. Anyway. All right. Uh, Brian Dunaway, your turn. Oh, Angel has fallen. Time to get in the sweatpants one and take a look at this encrypted folder on the dark web. I'm in a coma. (laughs) Sweatpants one is funny. That's just a funny Mm. idea. And finally, Brian Ibbett. Angel has fallen. The United States government falls for the oldest murder mystery trick in the book. The butler did it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's good. Gosh dang it, that's too good. I wish I'd have thought of that. It's very good. All right, alternate title time. This movie was almost called, if you can believe it, Deep Impact 2, You Thought the Meteor Was Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Or Game of Drones. (laughs) Oh, Oh, there were so many drones. All right, uh, emails. I have three of them because we're a little backlogged, and I want to make sure to get a few of these out. They're short, though, so enjoy these. These all came to us at filmsackageemail.com. First one's from Adam Jaco, who wrote in and said, Hey, film sackers. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Hey, Sack Attackers was his start. That's pretty cool. I like that even better. Yeah, it's really good. Just wanted to let you know at the end of episode 145 on Predators. This was a while ago. uh, After the outro, for some reason, there's an eight to ten minute clip bolted on there from a previous episode about the film Equilibrium. Kind of random. Keep up the good work. Adam. Oh, weird. I have no idea. And here's the weird thing. I went to listen to it. It's not on the file. Oh, hmm. really? So maybe he I got something? I don't know. Mystery. Has what fallen. would happen on like an RSS feed where that would happen? That makes no sense to me. I can't think of any. Yeah, I can't think of any reason. That's really funky. So I'm on the case, Adam. I'm going to figure this out. I want to know why that would happen because that's really, really odd. Plus, I think Equilibrium came like way later or maybe bef- I couldn't have been before. I don't know. I have to go look at the order. 
Uh, also, uh, this one from Tyler, who wrote in, says, Dill, Dear Film Sacks. Oh, I don't know if I like that one as much. Dill. Dill, Dill Film Sacks. I'm going back through the archive uh, to listen to some old episodes that I missed. And the question, what's the worst Santa, was uttered by Randy on Film Sack episode 447. <laughs> some examples are brought up, but the ultimate worst slash saddest Santa has to be George Went in the trashiest directed TV Disney movie ever made, Santa Buddies. I don't expect uh, anyone yeah. on the show who's wow. watched this. Yeah, Santa Buddies. It says, don't mm-hmm. expect You're familiar any- with this? You probably have the. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Send, uh, yeah. Santa Buddies. Yeah. yeah the Blu ray collector's edition. <laughs> Uh, he says, I don't think any of you watched this trash fire of a movie. Too bad Brian Dunaway has. But I have had uh, to several times due to my four and two year olds have to watch it because they are enthralled by it. Yeah. Yeah. This is something they usually play at, uh, at, at school lots of times during the holiday seasons. Uh, I, I know that Zoe uh, has told me several times she's seen it and we have watched it here as well. Um, his, it's, it's about puppies. His description here at the end is amazing. The The movie has George went in the most phoning it in sad sack, Chris Kringle in existence. And it is painful to see George went die inside with every word he has to utter. I can't recommend it for sacking as I worry for the safety of the muscles of your eyes from tearing due to excessive <laughs> eye rolling. But I thought you might like to know it's the worst saddest Santa combo ever to answer your question. All the best and sack forever. Tyler. That's right. a great email. Wow. And I, it sounds like when we want to, and, and he said it was, George Went was that I thought I George Went Norm yeah right yeah is it not George Went that you remember no I think it is I just there's a lot of uh, classic actors in there and I was just trying to remember do they also consider uh, I mean Tom Bosley was in there and Tim Conway oh wow I I think I was getting some of those (laughs) sounds terrible sounds really have you ever watched the buddies the I think it started with Air Buddies no Uh, yeah so it's like a it's yes. I've seen Air the, Bud. Uh, the, the dog uh, basketball player. Right? No, that's Air right, Bud. Right, yeah, that's yeah. Air Bud. Yeah. That's not, oh, okay. There's no Air no, Buddies. there's Air Buddies. Yeah. What? Hold Wait, on. hold on. Because I, I didn't want to think it was the same franchise as the yeah, Air, Air Buddies. Air Bud is 97, and it's a dog who gets a hold of like Jordan's shoes yeah, or something. Which, which oh. is the original, right? Yeah. yeah. And Air Buddies it, is a bunch of puppies that all right. do the same thing. But it's all, it's all based in the same universe. Okay. And then... But how is this? How is this Christmas thing connected this to that? Santa buddies. This is like a little further along. This is so. This is later in your uh, career. Yeah. Oh yeah. So do the dogs? Do the dogs play basketball? And no, snow they're buddies? just a group of buddies. Oh, they're sure. just puppies. Stop okay. and enjoy. Take it to This aspiration sound that was amazing. <laughs> this is eleven years ago. So this is newer than I would have expected. I thought this was some ancient thing, but it's. It's relatively new, and like you said, Tom Bosley, there's him, Tim Conway, yeah. Chris. So Coppola. Air, so uh, Air I, I, series has twelve yeah. movies. Believe it or not, <sighs> really? I just looked them all Christ. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like disgusted more, more in the world right now. Jesus <laughs> if it's like Christ. this explains everything. Um, in order, I'm not going to do them all, but they start out as Airbud, and then Airbud Golden Re- Receivers. And then <laughs> Airbud World Pup, oh. and then Airbud uh, Seventh Inning Fetch. Oh Airbud, gosh! Oh, no. oh god! Oh. He plays volleyball in Airbud Spikes Back. No, no. Uh, like str- it just goes on. That's horrible. Volleyball. They really ran out of sports <laughs> for the fifth movie and said, <laughs> oh. uh, "I don't know, volleyball." <laughs> 
<laughs> they have Air Buddies, which is the sixth movie and doesn't appear to be an obviously about a sports thing. But then they get back yeah. to it with Snow Buddies, which is about winter sports. And then they just said that we've done enough. We go to space with space buddies. Shut yeah. up. Shut up. Yeah, they, they, they do. They get out of the whole uh, sports. That's why I kind of still came uh, and started seeing a few of them. Wait a minute. They it's go like, to space? Why? Why yeah. are dogs in space? Oh, my well, God. How are you supposed to I run know. into uh, Jason Voorhees? You know? <laughs> oh, the 12th movie in the series is Treasure Buddies. The buddies find themselves on an Indiana Jones-style adventure. Oh, I haven't oh heard this one. my. I'm Sorry to say that's the eleventh. Oh. The twelfth is Super Buddies. <laughs> super buddies. After acquiring rings that grant them superpowers, the buddies must use them to stop a villain. This is bad. Oh. Well, that that all ended in 2013, and I would like to believe it ended because someone took a hit out on some executive producer. <laughs> yeah, and enough of that. Because to least make them a- stop making these. Air, Air Bud, at least. I don't know. Air Bud, as dumb as it is, and it's it, it was at least kind of a feel-good little thing. And it's like Land Before Time. Leave it alone, you guys. Do your one thing. But you got to understand, there's a, there's a market for it. And if you if you make the film for cheap enough, uh, I mean, there was a time every time I went to my kids, took them to the Red Box, there needed to be at least one film that was like the Santa Buddies. And so, uh, it would it would be always the thing that we would end up getting. Surprisingly, always available. Yeah, always available. I'm just saying there's a very niche market for it, and uh, it is there. It had Michael Jeter in it. Michael Jeter, he's great. He's a great actor. That Michael Jeter. You guys Michael familiar Jeter. with his work in Open Range, Green Mile, uh, Designing Women? I think a <laughs> bunch of stuff. He's oh, yeah, great. Wasn't he in um, uh, Fisher King too? He was in oh, Fisher King. Oh, he wasn't that. Yes. Yeah, Michael really Jeter's like a great him. actor. He's, he's he really great. is. Yeah. yeah. And I know some of us still here have still not seen Open Range. It is one of the most underrated, amazing westerns ever made. And he's hmm. he's the guy in charge of the horse stable. So watch that horse stable. He does some cool shit in the end. At first, he's kind of a weasel, but he's pretty great in the end. All right. Anyway, uh, there's that. Where the hell were we? Oh, one final email. Uh, this is Robert who says, hey, guys, just want to suggest a movie on Amazon Prime Video is an Indiana type movie starring. Wait for it. Chuck Norris and Lou Gossett Jr. The movie is called Firewalker from 1986. I oh, think you should sack yeah. it, says Robert. Yeah. Never heard of it. Don't we? Didn't somebody send us Firewalker? I'm thinking of something at Firefox. Yeah, Firefox. We Firefox. Did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, Firefox is the only movie we've ever sacked that had the word fire in it. Let's change that eventually and see. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, I remember this. I remember this cover art. Let's see if we have anything with Fox in it. Nope. Fire and Fox. The only use of the word fire (laughs) and the word Fox have happened in Firefox. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't have catch me like a Fox or chase me like a Fox or whatever. We don't have um, we've done fire down below. We've never sacked or, uh, or fire in the sky. Chariots. Oh, Fire in the Sky is a great one for I us know. to sack, too. So yeah, in, in Firewalker. Yeah, yeah, Peter Berg. Right. Maybe. In Firewalker, does Lou Gossett and Chuck Norris like get stranded on like a like a desert planet and they have to uh That sounds so I shitty. think it's uh Native American or indigenous peoples related. Oh okay. It is? It's got John Rise Davies. I oh, I like John Rise Davies. Wait. John Rise Davies. Oh, oh, uh, uh Sala. I am yeah. the king yes. of the door. Yeah. <laughs> Bad dates. <laughs> that guy. 
You have my axe. That guy. He's great. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Thanks for your emails, everybody. All three of those are great, and we love them. And you should keep sending us emails, filmsack at gmail.com. Our next film will be Running Scared. Woohoo! This is on Prime. That's an important Back. note. You'll see it on Prime. That's what we're going to watch. This one is on Amazon Prime Video, and it's a movie that I can say, at least from at least three of our perspectives, a big deal when we were in high school. Um, yes. I don't know mm-hmm. why exactly it was. It just was. And I think part of it was, hey, an SNL guy who's now making a movie and it's edgy, but funny. Mm-hmm. It's the way that people might see. Um, was this? Uh, yeah. Where was this in relation to like Lethal Weapon? Because it's a buddy cop movie. Right. 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 It would have been before Lethal Weapon, I think. Or don't, right. don't forget, this is Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal. If you, right. If you didn't know, don't don't watch the more recent. There's been two more recent films mm-hmm. uh, titled Running Scared. Yes. You know, 2006 right. and 2013 or something like that. So yeah, definitely going to the 86. Less than a year before Lethal Weapon. So we were just starting to get into the buddy cop film. Yeah. Yeah. In the way yeah. that we know we knew it, like it, kind of violent, kind of intense, but then funny. And so mm-hmm. it just, it reminds me of, I mean, that's kind of how these, I feel like this movie templated that stuff in a weird way. So we'll, of, yeah. we'll, we'll see if we remember it right or not. And we're going to watch it. And it's been on our list forever. So finally happening this I'm coming really week. really excited because I didn't, I didn't know this movie existed. It's got Joe Pantoliano in it. I oh, can't yeah. wait. Joey mm-hmm. Pants, baby. Oh, might be one of them. It might be one of, if not the first Joey Pants mm. films. Maybe not. Well, maybe the first we saw. First, for certainly the first one I ever saw. Yeah, I think so too. For me, he's got a hair, hair uh, hairstyle like a rooster in it. Uh, he does, and he's eating the steak, <laughs> and he doesn't care if it's not real. Anyway, that's coming up <laughs> on Running Scared. That's next week, right here on Filmside. Filmside.com is our website, and uh, you can find everything there you need. You want to follow us all on Twitter? You can do that. The show's at Filmsack. Uh, you can email us Filmsack at gmail.com. Leave us reviews wherever you get your shows, be it Spotify, iTunes, or wherever. We don't care. Leave us a review. It helps the show in lots of ways and helps us get discoverable by other people. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. We're Brian's. See you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Did you find me?